0: And in honor of New Year's, we are going to do a completely different episode than we normally do. There are not two strangers in the podcast studio. Back by popular demand, we have my wonderful, handsome, talented boyfriend, Joe, in the studio.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Down to Date podcast, babe.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me back.
0: Yeah, I was actually kind of worried about bringing you back this time because uh, you were quite rebellious last time.
1: I'm a little worried to be here because. I just kind of go off on podcasts now and I need to calm myself down. <laughs> and I'm also not used to giving relationship advice, but this is going to be a first for me. So I'm excited.
0: I, you know, I feel like we've been together now for a year and a couple months.
1: I think like a year and like four months.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's heavy duty for both of us. Yeah. So
1: So we you know. have a dog.
0: We have on a its dog way. On, on its, its way. way literally we are getting a dog this week So in honor of the new year new beginnings We are going to be answering your guys's questions about dating and give you the best advice We possibly can for a couple that's been together for a year and a couple months I feel like we have a relatively healthy relationship. So who better, you know, we're professional daters.
1: That's pretty healthy
0: We dated on television. So
1: yeah, I mean my diet's not the healthiest
0: but. I feel like your diet. Well, Joe's diet consists largely of pizza.
1: That's not true.
0: What's your favorite that's not true. first? First of all, you're i You're lying.
1: Have, you're lying already.
0: You have pizza all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All the time, literally every single. Country I don't. Is first of all, eating. I
1: don't eat that much pizza.
0: How, I
1: like pizza. I love pizza, but I don't eat it that much.
0: Okay, how many Italian restaurants have we been in, been to in the last week?
1: Fair. That's. A, I mean, I <laughs> I like to eat a lot of Italian food, but it's not all pizza.
0: Pizza. I will say we went to Japan and we ate pizza, which yeah, is something that I twice. never thought I would do.
1: We ate pizza two times within a, a eighteen day span. That's not a lot of pizza.
0: You know, if you if hmm. you like pizza, you will find it no matter where you are. This is true. <laughs> All right, so we have a couple questions rolling in, um, and we're going to do our best to give you the best advice that we can. So, first question.
1: Never eat pizza.
0: Never eat pizza on a first date. That's
1: not even a question. Is pizza
0: a good first date food? That's not the first question, by the way, but... Well, why don't we... I I think
1: that's a good question to touch on. Yeah, to just start off with. We'll start off with that. That's Joe's question. What's your favorite
0: um, first date food? Pizza. Pizza?
1: I think pizza's a great first date food. Why? Because it keeps everybody, you know... Happy? happy. (laughs) No, but it's it's happy, it's relaxing, it's comfortable. You know, when you bring a a first date, uh, like a super nice restaurant... You know, the stakes are higher. I feel like it. people are more
0: I feel like pizza, tensed up. I feel like pizza's like a good third date food. You know? Like, first date, I often think of, like, sushi. Like, that's the first date food that I think about.
1: So, if I met you and our first date was pizza, what would have happened?
0: It depends what kind of pizza place. But if you were really into it, and it was, like, your special spot, then I'd feel like special and it had like a sort of significance in your life
1: yeah I think like a big New York pizza with black olives you're a vegan or not vegan vegetarian yes. so we would do black olives basil well done and maybe a big salad and then a couple beers and I think that's a great first it sounds date.
0: like it sounds I mean it sounds Yeah, sounds like a
1: guy date it sounds
0: like a guy <laughs> date like it sounds like a bro date
1: no well I disagree
0: but honey, your first date you took me on, we went to uh Italian actually it was like It wasn't Italian. It wasn't Italian. It wasn't Italian. It was Giant in um Chicago. In
1: Logan Square, in yeah. In Logan Square. Which is like kind of uh, I hate the like like New American style, I think.
0: It was so good though.
1: And they make it's not an Italian restaurant, but they make an incredible lasagna.
0: And also Joe Whew. had his brother call the restaurant in advance to get like a because we had to be like secretly. Um, dating we couldn't like let anyone know where we are going or let anyone see us publicly So he called the restaurant ahead of time and had us like in a hidden spot in the back patio It was quite romantic
1: It was and the in their little back patio is very romantic and they have the lights back there yeah. and You have to walk through like their little side alley.
0: I mean Joe knows how to do a first date, right? I'll give him that <laughs> sure. All right, so let's get to these questions <clears throat> Are you ready? I'm ready. All right first question. How do you beat first date nerves?
1: How do you beat? Ooh, that's 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 hard. That's hard because I am someone that always had first date nerves and mm-hmm. you know stage fright, all of that. You know that I I do know I've this dealt, about you. I've dealt with that. So, how do you beat first date nerves? I mean, alcohol
0: <laughs> helps a little bit. It, hel- it does. It helps a little. <laughs> Not encouraging you to drink a lot of alcohol, but if one does drink alcohol, maybe you know ordering a nice glass of wine.
1: See, I like or taking a
0: shot right when you get. I there. like
1: a shot. I I wouldn't even, yeah. I would say if your date would also like to take a shot, that could be cool because mm-hmm. then you, then that kind of breaks the ice. Mm-hmm. If you take a shot before you leave, don't do that. That's yeah, that doesn't really work. Plus, a one shot kind of wears off by the time you get there, anyways. True. And you're gonna smell a little like alcohol, and then yeah, like, this like guy's like this alcohol. I've actually I actually did that once.
0: I've taken a shot before a date too with I, my girlfriends.
1: I went on a date with this girl and I forget her name. I went on a date with her and I was nervous and I got wasted before the date. Oh no. It was it was Wait, actually, I
0: think I know this story. And no, what you happened? don't.
1: I've never told you this story. Really? Yeah, this is actually kind of embarrassing. Oh yeah, because please then,
0: tell. Please do tell.
1: Well, then I remember I heard from a friend, she's like, Well, you know, he was cute, but he was drunk. <laughs>
0: I think she said you were cute. <laughs>
1: and it was like four o'clock in the afternoon,
0: which <laughs> okay. made it so much so worse. So maybe not taking a shot of alcohol. You know what I think is really important when you go on a first date? Don't put them on a pedestal. I think if you go into the date believing that they're better than you, then you're going to have like this heightened sense of who they are and then feel like you have to live up to like some expectation.
1: Fair. But that's the same thing as saying, yeah, don't put them on a pedestal. Don't be so nervous. But that that doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? It is it, like it's it's not even about putting them on a pedestal. You, it's like it's hard to control your nerves. So it's like you almost have to be comfortable with the fact that you're going to be nervous on the first date. Like, yeah, own it. That's how. That's what I think. I
0: think both of us were extremely nervous uh, when we first had our first dates on the show where we met. Oh yeah, Joe. When when our first quote unquote date on Paradise, and I put it in quotes because. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it, it kind of is like a first date, but it's, you know, well, on it's a show. it's
1: TV first date, but it's yeah. a first I mean, but it's, it's a technically first a first date. I mean, it worked. We're Joe, still dating. <laughs>
0: Joe is so sweaty. And granted, it was very, very it hot there. <laughs> it was also 110 degrees in
1: Mexico. But
0: I thought it was endearing. Like I liked it. I thought it was really cute.
1: It was bad. It also it w-
0: made us laugh. It was like you know one of the most funniest first dates I've been on.
1: But when you called me out on it, it, made it so much worse because I couldn't. I was. I started sweating more, and my face was red, and it was so bad. But
0: I thought it was cute.
1: It it worked.
0: Okay. Let's go on our second to our second question. Okay. Ooh, here's another question. Uh, is it lame to date two people at once? I will say that in the world <laughs> of social uh, social media and dating apps and everything that goes on, it's quite easy to date more than one person at the same at the same time. Should you do it?
1: I mean, for our show, it was normal. I think, it, and I think with yeah the way social media is and dating apps, I think it's kind of normal now. I mean, I kind of come from a world where that wasn't the norm, but. Unless you were doing it like on the sneak and that's, I Shady. don't know, I feel like if you're honest and upfront about it, why not? Exactly. But I feel like if you're going to hide it, then if if you feel the need to hide it, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. Unless yeah. you're just really not that into either people.
0: Well, also, I feel like it's okay to go on first or second dates with multiple different people in a time span, but then maybe you get to a certain point where okay, you have to choose one person if you choose to be monogamous unless you want to have the conversation of being polyamorous which is a completely different conversation to have
1: okay but what what date what number date do you stop i but, feel
0: like by date 3 you should kind of have an idea
1: i think so I, I, that's what i would say
0: want to be because yeah, th- by then you'll say. have the pizza date right you'll have the sushi date down the pizza date down <laughs> <laughs> sushi date is so
1: lame. Sushi date's like Sushi date is like the, like the
0: made-to-impress date.
1: It's
0: the made-to-impress date.
1: Sushi... I'm, ugh, I'm not. I'm not about the sushi date. Sorry. All right,
0: All right I'm going to read another question. Ooh. Okay, this is one for Joe. Best way to approach a girl you think is attractive.
1: Where are we? Location.
0: Well, it could be anywhere. Like if you're at a bar or maybe if you're in class or... You know, at a library, at a park, does any place you find you see someone that you think is attractive?
1: Okay, well, what do you do? I, I think if you're at a bar, if you're at a bar, specifically at a bar, if you're at well, that's usually where I would hit on girls when I was single. Okay, because it's not easy to approach someone at like a grocery store or a really? coffee. No, because people, it always seems like people are. Especially in Chicago, everyone's like in a rush doing their thing. Yep. And you it's almost like, wait, why are you talking to me right now? Mm. That's kind of the vibe I at least put in my head. Mm. So that was always difficult. So let's put a Let's go to a bar because that was my sweet spot. All
0: right. So picture this. <laughs> we are in a bar. All
1: right. <laughs> I think the best way is either <clears throat> to walk up and just say hello. Gutsy. Or you buy drinks from across the bar. Oh, and you give drinks. a little wink, you know? I mean, that's kind of the old school way. It's a little tacky. I but, like old school. But it usually works. It usually <clears throat> works. But I would say the best way would just to be hello.
0: You know what I, I a will whole, say? A simple
1: hellos. Is- I
0: will say that I think that usually it falls on the shoulders of, um, we'll just say, it usually falls on the shoulders of, like, the guy to make the first move, right? Um, And I feel like that's not necessarily fair. I feel like... As like, whoever you are, whoever you know you're interested in, if you see someone you're interested in, um, create the opportunity for them to come up to you, make them feel comfortable. Because it's, it, for me, it would be extremely intimidating to go up to somebody and to like tell them that I'm interested in them, especially when they're surrounded by friends.
1: Yeah, but usually that's not how it works. Usually, honestly, it's usually the. the I mean, it's eye contact. If you make eye contact with somebody. <clears throat> Where it's like, you make eye contact, you maybe look away, and then you make eye contact again. So let's call it two Ooh, eye the contact. Two eye con- the two eye contact. The two eye
0: contact. Then <laughs> this I, rolls off the tongue.
1: Then I believe it's up to, then I, I I strongly suggest that the man makes the move.
0: Okay. Okay, so what, uh, what about in uh, same-sex relationships? Who makes the first move?
1: I don't know. If I was in a same-sex relationship, I'd be able to answer that. But how the hell am I supposed to know? This is true. I don't know. I don't know the way Does that Does it works. have
0: to fall on the shoulders of, like, the quote-unquote, like, the guy?
1: Um. So what are you saying? You think that women should be able to make...
0: The first move, too. I first, feel like...
1: I think they should... They, yeah, I mean, I have no issue with that. Yeah. But it, it usually, like you said, it usually falls on the man. Yeah. To do that. True. I mean, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. But that's just kind of the way it works.
0: I think the rule of thumb that I have is if if you are attracted to somebody, if you feel an attraction towards somebody, um I think just leaving the space open for them to approach you or to let them know to let them feel comfortable that you you know would be willing to like get to know somebody
1: but wouldn't that be weird like if, if so let's say you're single, you're at a bar, you make eye contact with a guy, and he kind of like makes a little room and he just waits for you to walk up to him
0: well okay. you wouldn't want that for instance i was actually listening to dating advice recently and um a perfect example of this um would be is from matthew hussey he said that if you want someone to talk to you if you're like a female looking for a male to um start a conversation you could go to the bar maybe leave your jacket there ask the guy hey can you watch my jacket while i get my friends these drinks go get the drinks to your friend, go back and it almost sparks a conversation. It leaves room for a conversation to happen. And I thought that was amazing advice.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's fair advice. I, I don't know. I feel like you know when someone wants to be approached. Yeah, you do and you, you know get when, the vibe. Yeah, you do. You get you get that vibe and you know when they don't. So
0: let's move on to a different question. Um, best friends with great chemistry, but afraid to take the next step.
1: Best friends with great. I'm assuming that this
0: person has a crush on their friend. Sounds like it. What do you do when you feel like you're in the friend zone and you want to get out of the friend zone?
1: (sighs) See, I never had that issue. Yeah, I didn't really. I kind of grew up where all my friends were guys. Yeah. So we didn't. It wasn't really. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't know what to do in that situation.
0: I think you only get in the friend zone when you don't state your intention initially, right? I feel like as long as you um, let the person know you're interested and know your intention. Uh,
1: but what uh, if your intention wasn't, what if you actually just wanted to be friends at first and then it changes? Is this
0: like a Ross and Rachel situation? Well, yeah,
1: I mean, we're watching Friends, so that makes sense. <laughs> but like what if it's, so let's say you guys are both, a tr- you know,
0: Let's not even say you're, you're attracted attract- to your friend.
1: Yeah, I mean, you find the other person attractive, but you're not really like into them.
0: And you don't want to risk ruining the friendship.
1: But now, all of a sudden, six months down the road, you find yourself wanting to date that person. Then, what do you do?
0: Well, look, either you're going to suffer through the friendship and always feel like you have feelings for somebody and never do anything, or you have to kind of confront your fear.
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes you have to force yourself to have the uncomfortable conversation to yeah. get what you want.
0: Yeah, and I feel like.
1: You want this, can you take?
0: Perfect it. example. It is the New Year. <laughs> it's New Year's Eve, guys. If you're into your friend, why not go for that kiss? Why not? Hey, you know what? It's New Year's. We'll just hang out by the person you have a crush on. Go for the first kiss. Maybe sparks fly.
1: Yeah, go for the kiss. Or yeah.
0: Holidays are the perfect time to kind of like. Cross that friend boundary.
1: If you're going to do it, do it on New Year's Eve.
0: Yeah, I feel like New Year's Eve is always excusable. You're like, oh, man, I just need someone to kiss.
1: They like make movies about this.
0: All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back to answer more of your questions. Okay, this question is interesting because Joe and I actually had a lot of experience with this in our relationship. How do you deal with long-distance dating?
1: Well, we couldn't really deal with it.
0: Well, we we did deal with it in the beginning of our relationship. I mean, we, in the beginning of our relationship, I would say there was a couple weeks where we couldn't talk. Not only could we not be together, because we were on opposite sides of the country, but we also couldn't talk about being together with anyone else.
1: Yeah. I think, go ahead.
0: Well, I feel like the way that we dealt with it was we had phone calls at least once a day.
1: Yeah. I mean, you definitely have to keep the contact.
0: Yeah. And it was in the beginning of our relationship. I feel like you have to just trust it you have to just not be afraid of um, being too needy or too like texting too much if you need to have like that kind of comfort with someone that you're dating by having constant communication just go for it
1: yeah and I think for us I think we kind of both agree that we don't want to have a long-distance relationship so we kind of work to figure out how to
0: not keep it long distance forever yeah I mean the goal of a long distance relationship ultimately you want to be able to be in the same city or the same state at least I would think so um, I think also you have to put a lot more work into the relationship in terms of like traveling to each other's hometowns in order to see each other often
1: it's Um, difficult I um, mean a long distance relationship is very difficult
0: I will say Joe is my first long-distance relationship, and I'm a very, like, physical person, in terms of, like, I like having someone physically there, and so um I think I think just, like, talking on the phone and um, hearing your voice and just having FaceTime. that. FaceTime. And FaceTiming. FaceTime's big. Yeah, I think FaceTime was huge, too. I did notice a huge difference in our conversations from phone calls to FaceTime.
1: Well, from text to phone call to FaceTime. Well, yeah. I'm a bad texter.
0: Joe is a bad texter. So in the beginning of our in the beginning of our relationship, I was actually like, man, this guy never texts. Is he into me? I was uh kind of freaking out.
1: But we didn't really know too. It was it was I mean, it's a, long distance is difficult. Like, if we had to do long distance now in in this point of our relationship, it would fine. probably be a lot easier than at the beginning. At the beginning yeah. of a relationship, it's it's hard. It's tough. It all but,
0: boils down to trust, is what it does boil down to.
1: Yeah. But at the same time, I don't think too many people have long distance relationships that just that kind of like first met each other.
0: Well, yeah, I think a lot of people have long distance relationships when they're dating in high school and then they both go go to to different places for college. Yeah, that's
1: what I would think, too.
0: And um, I when I went to college, I just was single. You know, I feel like a lot of people that go to college, it's kind of like a new beginning and a refreshing, refreshing start. Yeah. So, but I am also romantic at heart. So I would just say you you have no choice but to trust. Okay. Or else that can ruin a relationship. Cool. All right. Let's see. Ooh, this is a fun one. Do you guys tell each other you love them every day?
1: Do we tell each (laughs) other?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do. I, I think I say I love you to Joe at least 5 times a day.
1: 5? I'm going to hold you to that now.
0: I I say it before we go to bed a- every single night before we go to bed. We say we love each other. Yeah. And just randomly throughout the day. You know, you just kind of slip it in the conversation. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to like vocalize your love for somebody in a relationship because if regardless of how much you feel it, if you don't tell people how you feel, they're not going to know. You're
1: a big I love you person, though. I am a like big I love say you person. It, like, every time you hang up the phone with your sister, you say you love her. Yeah. You say, it, yeah. I mean, you do that a lot. But I, it's good. I mean, I, I it's refreshing. I like it. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, would, I, remember I love the f- it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, do you remember the first time we said I love you to each other?
1: Do I remember the first time we... Oh, I feel like I do, but I feel like
0: it's kind of hard to pinpoint the exact day.
1: I mean, let's take away paradise. Yeah. Right.
0: We don't think we even said "I love you" to each other in paradise.
1: At the end, when we were when we were leaving, I think I said it. Well, I said I was falling in love with you So oh. it's day two.
0: Okay, well, that's different. Saying I fought, <laughs> I'm falling in love with you is completely different. Okay, but different. like
1: I love you. Where did we say it? I don't. Do you Do you remember? I don't remember.
0: I remember the first. Okay, I remember the first time, I, like, really wanted it. Like our relationship to work, I was on my way to driving Joe back to back to the airport. He's in a flight to Chicago, and we were in the car. And this really cheesy song came on. I forgot this what Boys it was. Voice to, to men, I remember I that. Voice to men, I know what Yeah, I don't know. And you were like, like.
1: like crying when, when yeah, I left. Yeah, I was driving I Joe that.
0: to LAX, and I was literally like listening to this song. And in my head, I was like, I just don't want him to leave. And I started crying in the car. And we
1: were still and we were still unsure. We still yeah, we were still relationship. It, like if we were we don't know if we're going to do this or not.
0: Yeah. But and that, that was
1: but I remember that. That's I
0: that's when I knew that I loved you.
1: Yeah, and that's when I knew I'm like I'm like okay, we're going to give this a try. Yeah. We're going to actually go for this. Yeah, let yeah. say. Man, we're, I
0: need to remember what that song was. Boys to Men.
1: It was a boy we, we were in your you were driving me in your sister's Prius.
0: I was Saving Toyota. The environment. Uh, hello. <laughs> um, but yeah that was that was a first moment. And then I think for me it was important for me once I felt that to express it and to express it as much as possible. It's scary in the beginning yeah but I think the more you say it, the more it becomes part of like your couple's vocabulary.
1: Yeah it's like, yeah.
0: yeah I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let's look at another question. Ooh, here's one. Do I let him pay if I don't want a second date?
1: Do I let him pay if I don't want okay. a second My, I'm, I date? I do
0: feel very strongly about this. I don't want someone to pay for me if I'm not interested in going on another date.
1: I agree with that.
0: Because I feel like... It's just It's hard for me not to feel like that's taking advantage of somebody.
1: Again, I still have that old school mentality where I'm paying... But yes. if I go, if I'm paying on a first date and she strongly does not want me to pay for her, then I know she's not interested, I guess which is fine. I actually rather have that.
0: Because then what happens if, if I feel like if someone pays for you on a date and then they ask for another date, you do you feel like you're obligated to go on that second date? Because whereas I would usually be like, look, I don't want you to pay. Let's just split it. And then... I think it's almost like without saying it, you're saying I'm not interested in a second date.
1: Yeah, and, and I think that's, I think, yeah, I like that. But it's better I, than it, ghosting. At the same time, if I if I took a girl on a first date, paid for it, and she didn't want to go on a second date, I wouldn't be like, well, I paid for the first date. Because
0: well, you're a stand-up guy.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> basically that's what I was I getting I at. Guess, I guess that's just
0: <laughs> my opinion of how I handled dates.
1: Mm. Yeah, I like that. I think that's classy.
0: Looking at another question here, there's a lot of great questions in here. Took a break from dating to focus on me more. How will I know when I'm ready to date again? Um, I think first of all, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for taking a break for yourself to really get to know yourself because I feel like it's hard to date someone when you're not completely fulfilled within yourself. Or it's hard to recognize. My stomach's making Your noises. Your stomach is making a lot of noises. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm pregnant. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's not jinx it. Um, <laughs> but I-, I, think, I think you have to put the love into yourself before you're ready to love someone else. Or else you're creating a, more like a dependency.
1: I agree. I think you really need to figure out yourself before you could actually... I would say that's the healthiest way to fall in love. Once you, fig- once you figure out yourself. Love yourself, man. But once you like <laughs> figure your shit out, then I think you're better off.
0: And I think, okay, there's never going to be a point where you're like, oh, man, I figured everything out in my life. I am who I am and now I'm ready to date. I think it's more so you feel comfortable by yourself. You feel like you can entertain yourself and do your own thing. And you're, you're happy. Yeah, and you're not constantly looking around and seeking someone to date. I think that's when someone ends up finding you. Yeah, you know, you're more attractive when you work completely independently. Yeah. So that's kind of what I. That took me a while.
1: It took me till I was like thirty to actually. Yeah, I think once I once I I don't know why, but once I turned thirty, I was like, I'm comfortable with being who I am and being single and. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and is that and that's when you and i mean
1: so well, do you i like i mean i got i mean what happened to me is kind of
0: true <laughs> and then all of a sudden you were on a tv show yeah. and you fell in love
1: <laughs> so um, i mean you can't really but I mean, at the
0: same time i mean look i don't know what everyone believes in if you believe in the universe or god or whatever it is but i feel like in some way if you're putting vibes out there that say i love who i am and i love myself then i feel like it almost comes back to you
1: hmm. Yeah.
0: That's just my belief.
1: It took, it, actually, it took me a long time to admit that I actually wanted to be in a relationship too. Yeah. And I think that you was-
0: You were Mr. Ray right, and Mingle Man.
1: Well, but it was, it, and even though I, I really did want that, I wouldn't say it. It mm-hmm. took me a while. It took me until I was like 30 to be like, oh, I actually don't want to be single. Yeah. So.
0: I feel like I never really put, everything into a relationship until recently too Mm -hmm. i felt like whenever i was inconvenienced by a relationship i would just completely break it off and be like well that was inconvenient i'm gonna move on and do my own thing Mm -hmm. i just didn't put the work into a relationship that really deserved and so i would say yours and my relationship was the first time where i was like look i'm not gonna take no for an answer i'm not going to just give up i'm actually going to put more of myself into this than i ever have before and
1: Same, which is crazy that we both did that, and that's probably why it worked.
0: Yeah, true. I almost feel like we didn't scare each other, too, because we both knew we were on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Intriguing. How to keep communication healthy when you're never on the same schedule. I think this kind of also goes hand-in-hand with long-distance relationships, but if you're not in the same schedule, I think the most important thing is just to let the person know that you're thinking of them when you are apart.
1: Yeah, and I feel like you could always find time right
0: okay the way i see this is if you want to make time you will make time and if you don't you will make an excuse i mean
1: unless i mean i don't know i mean people do have i mean i had a crazy work schedule and like nurses have crazy hours and people that work at high doctors and Mm -hmm. so i think scheduling and, and and crazy work hours i think that's hard
0: i think so i'm a gift giver that's kind of how i show my affection. I'll get little cookies or just little things that make me think of you whenever I whenever we're apart. And I feel like however you show love just let the, it, it goes a long way to show someone that you're thinking about them when you're apart from each other.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. This is the last question we are taking for the day in the era of dating apps. How do you bridge the gap to DTR? Exclusivity is something that I want. Um, yeah, honestly, I feel like because dating apps are such a big thing. Everyone has such a short attention span. When it comes to dating, because everything is so easily replaceable.
1: Um, Do you
0: agree? <laughs> <laughs> I I mean You've never been on dating apps. To I know I fair. Mean,
1: I well, I downloaded them a few times and I just never actually went on a date from a dating app. It yeah. just for me it just it never felt it just didn't feel normal. Um but then again, I'm not normal, so I don't know. It's true. I, I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to touch on that, on this. I feel mm-hmm. like dating apps, though, yeah, I get it, especially like in a, a place like Los Angeles where mm-hmm. it's just like so many people are on dating apps, though. Yeah. So it's just like...
0: My friend told me, and this is something that I absolutely love, she FaceTimes as soon as she matches with someone on a dating app. And I think that is so important only because you will see because when you're messaging someone and texting someone it's almost as if you're communicating in a different dimension and that dimension sometimes doesn't translate to like our actual walking living dimension
1: yeah you know yeah especially so, texting i mean you're not engaging the person you're like talking to like honestly when i even when i was texting you in the beginning of our relationship like i don't even know if this is her or if she's sitting in a room with her friends yeah. like laughing about it. like you don't know so it's I don't know. I'm, I don't like texting until I actually really know the person.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. I would say I would say FaceTime or try to get some kind of like, I don't know, maybe phone like a call, phone call a or phone something call. as soon as you match because then it takes it out of the dating app world and brings it back to the real world. It almost shocks people into thinking like, oh, wow, this is a real person. It's not just a picture. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that would be my advice. I like it. Yeah.
1: You're the dating expert.
0: Well, apparently I'm a dating expert. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Well, um, so everyone, thank you so much for listening to our dating advice. Hopefully Joe and I helped out a little bit with those daters coming into the new year. And definitely go for it. Definitely go for that first kiss for the new year countdown. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, Pull a Joey from Friends.
1: (laughs) I like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like, you know, why not risk it? Why not go for it? Don't start the new year wondering what if.
1: And guess what? It's the new—it's New Year's Eve, so you can have a few drinks, and it's still normal.
0: <laughs> That's true. Have a few drinks. Yeah, get so the nerves if... up to kiss someone when it c- counts down to zero.
1: Yeah, but I mean, make sure that they at least made eye contact before you go in there for a yes, the kiss. Yes. Make
0: a few eye, eye contact. Eye contact.
1: Eye contact's big. Eye People contact forget about is that. big. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's giving
0: me intense eye contact right now. Will you be my New Year's kiss, babe?
1: Yeah, I mean, I plan on it. This is true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so everyone, this has been Down to Date. Thank you so much for joining our special edition. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, all the comments, all the things. I love reading all of them. And we'll see you guys in the new year.